Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody calm down! gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us, binds the galaxy together. The Force. The Force. The Force. The Force. May the Force be with you. Hey everybody, welcome to The Force, of course, your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Ted, and my wife just told me she believes I have an unhealthy obsession with meat. Listen, I don't know which one of you told her that, but that is not cool, guys. That's my secret. Also in the not cool column, my laptop took a great big shit on me, and that's why I haven't been able to release an episode for a while. But here I am, I'm back, and ready to go. If you guys don't mind, I'd like to record the episode that I had planned for last week. Quite honestly, it would have been a lot cooler then because it would have been very timely. Now, uh, you've pretty much heard all you're going to hear about this, but now you're going to get my take. That's right. I'm going to talk all about the releases we got back on March 9th for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. There was uh, Entertainment Weekly release uh, a lot of pictures, and we also got a trailer that a lot of people didn't expect. But if you listen to my last episode, I told you it was probably coming. Listen, you guys gotta listen. So yeah, we're gonna dig into both of those things today, but before we do, let's jump right into the Force of Course News of the Week. In Mandalorian casting news, Samuel L. Jackson says he has spoken with Bryce Dallas Howard about Mace Windu returning. He says, quote, there's a huge history of people with one hand returning in Star Wars, and he's not wrong about that. He was actually hoping to return for the Mandalorian series, but that timeline doesn't work for me, so I don't think I can allow it. I would much rather see Mace Windu come back uh, pre-original trilogies, because in the Mandalorian, so we've already seen everything that takes place in the original trilogy, if he were to come back afterwards, like come out of hiding or what have you, my thought would be, well, where the hell were you when Luke was fighting the Emperor? You really could have helped. So, no, I think it would be a better served story if we saw him pre-original trilogy, like in the Rogue One timeline, maybe even before that, like uh, during the Obi-Wan timeline or the Cassian Andor series timeline. And then we do see him ultimately die, and that explains why we don't see him in the original trilogy. I don't know. Works for me. I wouldn't hate it. Also, in actual casting news, it was just announced that Christopher Lloyd has joined the Mandalorian Season 3 cast. I don't think Christopher Lloyd has played anyone other than Christopher Lloyd in his entire career, and I'm not sure how that's going to fit into Star Wars, but I'll check it out. Again, it could very well be just a bit part, but who knows. And that's all for this week's edition of The Force, of course, News of the Week. Okay, so in this month's edition of Entertainment Weekly, 
And I will say this is the last printed edition of Entertainment Weekly, which really makes me sad. I'm old school. I like print. Whatever. We are treated to quite a few pictures from scenes in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So I'm just going to go through those and kind of give you my thoughts. So the first one is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi with a really thick beard. And he's got his Jedi robe hood up, possibly on the streets of some city. And honestly, this picture isn't all that exciting. But what is exciting is what the picture implies. We are not on Tatooine. I, When I first saw this picture... I was like, oh, they didn't really give us much with this. But then I look in the background like, yeah, that is definitely not Tatooine. We are leaving Tatooine in this series. And it was rumored that we would, but you never know what's going to happen. So I was really happy to see that. Uh, then we get a picture of Uncle Owen mean mugging uh, this Inquisitor. And we find out that her name is Reva or Reva. I'm going to go with Reva at this point, And I believe she's also going to be deemed um, second sister. I'm not sure. We talked about the Inquisitors a couple of episodes ago and how they used to go with uh, the numbers and then the either brother or sister monocle. I think Uncle Owen may have a bigger role than I originally expected, and that's really cool. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. I just think it's kind of exciting that we could get some Uncle Owen backstory and why he calls Obi-Wan uh, a crazy old man and a wizard. Now, the next picture is this Reva again in a Tatooine marketplace, and she certainly looks capable. Like, she looks like she can handle her shit. So this could be exciting. Uh, she's played by Moses Ingram. Um, not sure if you're aware who that is. But she played Jolene in The Queen's Gambit, which was an amazing series. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. Do yourself that little favor. The next picture is Obi-Wan and his Yopi, and I just hope to God it's faster than a damn Bantha. I don't want to go through this again. We only have six episodes. Let's not waste four of them riding slowly back and forth throughout Tatooine. Then we see Reva on a rooftop with a neon sign, and it's very... Um, God, it almost looks like manga. It's, it's very uh, Batman. Very Gotham City. We also get Obi-Wan in a cave, and he looks... Just the way he's sitting, he looks kind of defeated, and there's a bluish light. And I have to wonder, is this where he talks to Qui-Gon Jinn through the Force? Is he speaking to a Force ghost here? Not sure. And then finally, we get Obi-Wan Kenobi peering out around a corner of some kind, so we can tell that there's some kind of uh, hidden agenda here. He's hiding from something. He's stalking someone. Something's going on. There's some secrecy here, and I have to, uh, I can only imagine it's because he's trying to hide his identity, obviously. Now, we were also treated to a picture, and I don't think this was Entertainment Weekly, but we were also treated to a picture of Darth Vader standing alone. And when I first saw it, I just thought that was like a promotional picture from one of the scenes in Rogue One where he was on his castle and on uh, Mustafar. But second glance, I'm not so sure. I think this is new. Um, it could still be in his castle. But he looks ominous. He looks ready to kick some ass, and I'm so ready for it. Okay, so those were all the pictures that we got. And then about two hours later, we were treated to a trailer. Now, I had hoped we were going to see this trailer, but nothing was officially announced. Um, so I didn't, you know, I didn't have my heart set on it. It wasn't until I got a text from Travis, the podfather, and all I think it said was, OMG TED in all caps. And I said, what happened? And he said something to the effect, uh, have you seen it? I don't want to say anything. And I knew right then and there, get your ass to YouTube right now. 
So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the trailer and everything that could mean. I'm going to tell you right now, spoilers be damned. So if you're not wanting to know what was in the trailer, maybe just uh, cut it out now and come back to me after the 25th. All right. Stick around. The galaxy explodes. The Rebels return. You can relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Rebel attack squad ahead. New Imperial shuttle. You have to put it together. Batteries not included. Action figures each sold separately. After it. Excellent, Lord Vader. Death Star signaling. Wings up. Prepare to land. Landing gear down. Ramp engaged. This battle station better be ready or... Yes, my Emperor. New Imperial shuttle. Action figures sold separately. From Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Hey, welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed the break. I know I did. I uh, attempted to learn a new language. Yeah. So 42% of my staff is uh, Muslim, most of them being from Senegal. So I thought I would try to learn Wolof as a sign of respect. So to all my Wolof speaking friends out there, uh, Nanga Def. And uh, just in case you're wondering, Mangifi. And while we're uh, dealing with international matters, Happy St. Paddy's Day to all my Irish and Irish-adjacent friends out there. I've never been really one to uh, celebrate St. Paddy's Day. Um, I'm not judgy or anything like that. I'm not trying to keep anyone from partying. Look, I myself have been known to enjoy a beer or two uh, before breakfast. And I wish that was a joke, but I've had my problems. Um, it just wasn't anything that ever really clicked with me. But hey, happy St. Paddy's Day to you. Okay, let's jump into this trailer that we got, okay? Because it's just, a, you know, like a minute and a half of awesome sauce. I know we can sometimes get bogged down in me going scene by scene on a, on a recap. And I, I don't like to do that because you can get that in any other podcast. Plus, if you've seen the damn thing for yourself, why am I telling you what happened? But I'm kind of going to do that with this trailer. I apologize. But... There are a couple things here I'm going to point out that I don't think a lot of people are really picking up on. Uh, so it opens up and it's just a man and his Eopi. And we hear Obi-Wan say, the fight is done. We lost. Now, who is he talking to? Is he talking to um, like the force ghost of Qui-Gon? Is he talking to Uncle Owen? I don't think Uncle Owen wants to hear his shit. Um, is he perhaps talking to another Jedi? That could come into play a little later. Uh, then we see Obi-Wan sitting outside a cave. Um, and there's something small next to him. Like, really small. Like, if it were a, a, a sentient being, it would be like Babu Freak small. And for fuck's sake, don't let it be Babu Freak. That's That would just be too damn coincidental and a little bit annoying. It could be um, just him sitting with, like, a canteen next to him. Or a beer bottle. I mean, we all know Obi-Wan likes his drink two before breakfast jesus and then we see a shot through some micro binoculars of the lars homestead you can't miss it it's so cool to see it again um and it looks like business as usual on on the moisture farm but then it zooms in to a young luke pretending to fly something on top of uh, one of the what are you going to call them huts they're like sand igloos. I don't know. But he's sitting on one of the doorways, and it looks like he's flying something. Now, the first thing I'll say is a lot of people are picking up on the fact that the kid that plays young Luke has kind of dark hair to be Luke Skywalker. Not really sure. That doesn't that doesn't seem typical. A lot of people that I know, if uh, 
like my hair back before it turned, um, back before I got my platinum highlights, uh, was dirty blonde. And as a kid, it was typically bright blonde. It doesn't usually go from dark to light unless it's going from dark to gray. We don't all get the platinum highlights that I got. Um, but we also hear Obi-Wan say, stay hidden. So what we're seeing here is Obi-Wan doing the job that he set out to do um, at the end of episode three. Then we see the Lucasfilm title card and Duel of the Fates starts to play. Oh my God, the feels that I got from that. Um, we see a ship flying uh, above water toward a dark, mysterious tower, and it's the Inquisitor base of operations. We hear the Grand Inquisitor saying, the key to hunting Jedi is patience. And we see the Grand Inquisitor. Now, there's a lot of talk out there about his appearance. And no, he doesn't look like the Grand Inquisitor from the Rebel series. He doesn't look like the dude we met on Utapau. Um, they both had very uh, kind of narrow and elongated heads. This guy's kind of got a big round bubble head, like a light bulb. He looks a bit like um, Megamind from that old DreamWorks cartoon. And a lot of fans are pissed off about it. I don't know. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I don't care. It's just one more thing that we're all getting worked up about. Now, we're seeing Obi-Wan possibly going to work. Perhaps in a mine or something. We see him on like a little train at one point. I don't know what's going on. Maybe this is his cover story. And we hear more dialogue from the Grand Inquisitor. And he says, Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. As in any trailer, there are lots of jump cuts. And we see a really tight shot of an Inquisitor meeting in a dark office. Most likely in that tower I talked about earlier. There's a stormtrooper in there. So, look, anytime I'm going to get to see stormtroopers, I'm happy. I... I have always been in love with that Stormtrooper armor since day one. Okay, we cut to Tatooine and we see a small crowd gathered around what appears to be someone who has been hanged. And my bet is this is maybe a Jedi sympathizer. Or it could have been another Jedi. I don't know. There's a lot of speculation out there. Now, there's another scene on Tatooine, and we see an Inquisitor, or maybe an Inquisitor in training. And we know her name is Reva. I believe she's the second sister. Um, I'm not really sure. But she is played by Moses Ingram, as I said before. Anyway, in the next shot, Reva is slowly turning toward Owen Lars. And I have an Owen Lars theory I'll get to a little bit later. There are more shots of Reva on a totally different planet called Dayu, and it's said to be inspired by Hong Kong with its neon signs. It reminds me a bit of uh, Gotham, especially with shots of Reva perched on rooftops. We hear more from the Grand Inquisitor. He says the Jedi Code is like an itch. He cannot help it. I feel like they are really targeting Obi-Wan, not just Jedi in general. I feel like they're targeting Obi-Wan here. Next, we see Indira Varma as an Imperial officer walking off a ship. Now, you may remember her from Game of Thrones. I don't remember her character's name, but I remember thinking she was kind of hot. Um, in this scene, at first, I thought this was Tatooine. But after closer inspection, I don't think so. There's like dry grass in the background, and I think I see a tree. That's not Tatooine, guys. I think this is yet another planet. We see Obi-Wan following someone on the streets of Dayu. We also see some type of droid talking to a stormtrooper. We get a scene of the Grand Inquisitor facing off with someone, and he says, where is he? And his lightsaber 
starts to spin. Now, the Grand Inquisitors, I don't think I talked about this uh, when I did the uh, What's Up With That Guy Grand Inquisitor edition. So a couple of them had these crazy lightsabers. Now, keep in mind, this is animation. The hilt of the blade, you could hold the hilt of the blade, and there was a circle around it. And the blade would pop out on both sides of this circle, kind of like a double-bladed saber like Maul had. And this blade could potentially spin. So they could just hold onto this handle and the blade would spin around it. And there were a couple of times when they would use that spinning blade action almost helicopter-ish. I know that's not a word, but almost helicopter-ish to slow their descent in large jumps. So it would help them, I don't know, fly. Kind of ridiculous. And I hope we don't see that in live action, but we do see the spinning blade. So who the fuck knows? Then we actually see Fifth Brother marching down a crowded street on Dayu with stormtroopers. So this, he looks a lot like, not exactly like, but a lot like the Fifth Brother from Rebels. I thought that was really kind of nice to see. We get a shot of two escape pods. Now, is this a flashback of Obi-Wan and Yoda leaving for their respective hideouts at the end of episode three? I don't know. They're definitely the same escape pods that uh, were launched from the Tantive Four in episode four, A New Hope. So one can only speculate. Next, we see Reva, most likely on Tatooine, and it looks like she's catching someone by surprise during a chase in some kind of marketplace. Now, who's she chasing? It's not Obi-Wan. I can tell that. Maybe the person we see hanging earlier on? And if that's the case, it's either someone who knows Obi-Wan and uh, refuses to give him up, or it's another uh, or it's another Jedi that kind of stumbled onto Tatooine and brought her there during the hunt, and then Obi-Wan's got to react to that situation. I, don't, I really don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I think this situation that we're seeing is going to be the key to Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine, kind of leading the boy from Luke. We see Reva in a dark alley confronting someone with a blaster, and there's tons of people speculating who that is with the blaster. I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to wait and see. There's someone touching a Jedi symbol etched into a wall. And this, uh, is this Obi-Wan looking for a speakeasy? Like I said, we know he likes his drink. Then there's some weird rooftop explosion and a lot of birds coming out. Um, there's speculation that Ahsoka may be involved in this because there's like this uh, weird bird. I can't think of the name of it. I didn't do the research on this one. I forgot. But uh, there is a bird that kind of follows her around, kind of like an owl. The final thing we see is a cut to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And at the very end, we hear Vader's breathing. The last thing I'll mention is that there is script running during the trailer, and it says, Between darkness and defeat, hope survives. Now, keep in mind, this is a one-off series. There are only going to be six episodes. It's not like there's going to be Obi-Wan Season 2, Season 3, Season 4, whatever. Whatever happens here is like Vegas. It's got to stay here. So they need to, whatever, whatever story they introduce, they need to wrap up. I don't know where Vader fits in. I've also heard that originally it was going to be Darth Maul when this was going to be an actual movie. I don't really know, guys. I'm trying to manage my expectations because I don't want to be disappointed. I just want to see this and absorb it and take it in. And I also really hope they don't drown us 
in trailers like they did Book of Boba Fett. I feel like it got ridiculous uh, towards the launch where every day we were getting not just a new TV spot, but like three TV spots. That's just uncalled for. We don't need all that. All right. Before we go, a couple of things. Uncle Owen. Not only do I think we're going to see more Uncle Owen than I expected to see, but I think Uncle Owen could be a badass in this. I think we're going to see him throw down with somebody. That could be really cool. Um, the other thing. So take a listen to this. I thought he might have meant old Ben. Do you know what he's talking about? Hmm. Oh, I wonder if he's related to Ben. That wizard's just a crazy old man. Tomorrow, I want you to take that R2 unit to Anchor Head and have its memory erased. That'll be the end of it. It belongs to us. So... Owen is going to see Obi-Wan do something that he cannot explain. He's going to see something that in his head makes no sense. I don't think Owen has seen a Jedi before. And I think he's going to witness Obi-Wan do something that he can only explain uh, by calling him a wizard and a crazy old man. One can only hope, I guess. Okay, that's all I have for today. I really need to get back out there and start slanging ass so I can pay for this new laptop. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, tell a buddy, tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to grow the audience, and the audience is growing, and I thank you for that. You can always interact with me on social media at The Force of Course on Instagram and Facebook. You can email the show directly at theforceofcourse77 at gmail.com. Please send me those voice memos. Um, you can record it yourself and send it via email and I'll play it on the show. I'll take episode ideas. I'll take reactions to my commentary, whatever you want to say. I'm in for it. The music you hear playing me out right now is by Closed on Sunday. They have a lot of cool stuff on YouTube and Instagram. Check them out there. Give them a like, follow them, whatever. This has been The Force, of course, your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. My name is Ted, and as always, play with your toys. 